everyone. Uh, welcome to the Got 10 Minutes podcast, a short form podcast for product managers. Today, I have Nick Sinai with me. Nick is a product manager at Walmart e-commerce. Hey, Nick, welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne. Thanks for having me. So to start things off, tell me a bit about yourself and how you got into product management. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess it all starts with uh, the fact that kind of growing up, my parents were both fairly entrepreneurial and their parents before them. Mm. Um, and I guess that got passed along because I can remember even when I was in grade school, wanting to uh, start mm. a company. And I think that that ended up translating itself fairly well into finding product down the line. Uh, I wanted to uh, start a company throughout college. And so I found myself actually pairing up with a few friends to take a crack at it a few times, went through uh, a university startup accelerator mm. program and found out really it's a uh, heck of a problem to build something that users love, scale that, and then make money while doing it. So um, took a few knocks there. Uh, the first thing tried doing was a uh, software that helped on-campus students find their first off-campus housing mm. and really automated that process. We found that for us and for our friends, it was this extremely stressful event that would you know, take you away from your studies even. And so we found some good traction there, building some automation software for the customers who are, you know, kind of a two-sided marketplace with the landlords and, and the tenants. Uh, tenants got a lot of automation and landlords were able to get a way to really risk-free gather new tenants in a uh, also yeah, automated yeah. way. Um, so that was really my first foray into, into real product and realized that I wanted uh, a formal way to build those skills yeah. further. And that's how I found the role of product awesome. management uh, and actually found a few internships and then worked my way to full-time role here at jet.com, which was acquired by Walmart, uh, where I work now on the marketplace. Awesome. So uh, let's jump into a bit of the stuff you do at, uh, at Walmart. Um, like what does your day-to-day -day, uh, job look like? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a product manager on Walmart marketplaces. Mm -hmm. Uh, seller programs and services team. So it's fairly full stack when you think about where product managers can sit and have mm. influence. I work on everything from the inception of what tool or service can help our third-party sellers unlock their business and grow their business at a faster mm. pace, but also to the side of actually creating uh, a business unit around this that can have its own PNL and potentially even be a paid service and, &L being and loss, owning right? even the product marketing for that. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. So it's, it's a very broad role, a broad version of product management. It's different than any other role I've done so far uh, because it does have that breadth, but I find it really exciting. You know, it's, it's definitely harder when you're thinking about the product marketing, the project management and the product management from a technical standpoint and having to bring that all together but it gives you a, a much clearer bird's eye view and you're really able to influence the experience end to end mm. from the business to your customers. Uh, you know, as a marketplace, again, I've got my sellers that I need to care of as well as the customers who shop walmart.com mm. every day. So I find it really yeah, exciting. Yeah, that's, that's very, very exciting. Um, what's, what's the most fulfilling thing about your job? Yeah, so this is, this is cool. This is something I actually experienced recently. I launched a product uh, in a pilot phase that essentially helps our third-party sellers on mm -hmm. Walmart 
identify in an automated way which of their mm. items are already meeting the two-day delivery promise, mm. but aren't opted into our two-day program. Essentially, they're providing this stellar delivery experience for customers, but not being compensated for it. Mm. And my product automatically identifies that opportunity using machine learning. I've got some really talented data scientists and uh, machine learning engineers at uh, Walmart mm. e-commerce uh, who are behind that. And it will just automatically capture that opportunity for them and produce uh, more revenue. So I got an email from a seller who, you know, during the kind of peak of COVID and, you know, we saw increased demand for a lot of categories and, you know, decreased demand for a lot of categories. In that time, it's a lot of turmoil and a seller reached out mm. and said that, you know, we're really happy that we were able to onboard to this pilot because it's helped us keep steady revenue coming wow. in. Um, in this unpredictable time. So that was really cool. I was, that's really why I do it at the end of the day is because I like being able to align myself with seeing how what I build helps, helps people. Wow. Um, that's... And so I'm, I think that's also something that factors into the roles that I, I look at, um, especially when I was interviewing. Yeah, that's, that's really amazing. So, so what, what tools uh, do you use on a daily basis? Uh, I think it's, it's a lot of, you know, personal frameworks, mental frameworks. Mm that are the most helpful. And then I reflect those in tools like Notion for yeah. the most part, and then your standard stack of a PM, Jira, Confluence, uh, things like that. And then really it's a lot of conversations. So I guess my biggest tools are, are Zoom really. Uh, but I guess what's more helpful is maybe talking about just the frameworks yeah. of identifying a vision and breaking that down into what key results need to be accomplished. And I'm constantly looking at what are the biggest risks mm. to this. It's actually, a, so I think, I think it's uh, pretty straightforward to learn how to do OKRs and, you know, break down a, a vision into a bite-sized strategy. Mm. But I think one useful thing that I picked up from Jackie Bavaro, I think she posted this somewhere, is the idea of identifying key risks. And what I've done is think about not only what if this goes wrong? Mm -hmm. But what if this idea, the whole idea, this this one iteration, this one experiment, this one assumption, what if it's it's been wrong from the beginning? Mm. What if it's actually just it's all incorrect? Mm. You know, what is the worst possible things that can happen? And I'm using a lot of that to identify what risks need to be mitigated in priority order, um, and that drives a lot of you know me having peace of mind that when we launch to a hundred sellers, this machine learning model, uh, it's going to continually deliver results for them that we've seen. All right. Um, so uh, what, what do you think uh, is, is the hardest thing for you to do as a PM? I'd say even if it's not the thing that has the highest fail rate, mm. I think the most taxing and the, and the most full of effort is stakeholder management. Mm -hmm. Um, especially for this role, yeah. uh, being so broad. Uh, there's a lot of people that I need to constantly uh, be evangelizing to and campaigning mm. to, um, all with their different understanding of their priorities for their org and needing to be aligned to the fact that this helps them accomplish their priorities being you know, my product or, or this iteration of the product. And so that's something that is 
a full-time job for this role that it, it hasn't been uh, in the same way for previous product roles I've had. Um, so that that takes a lot of effort and a lot of empathy. So it's also uh, an emotional task as well as more of a transactional one. Okay, so for last question, the last question is, what's one weakness that you've turned into your strength? Oh, dang, you got the hard question. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so I, I guess I'd say, uh, I guess I could say that a weakness I've turned into a strength is mm. this desire to move really fast. And I can be a little bit too tenacious, especially, uh, you know, mentioning stakeholder management before, you know, wanting to get the most out of teams. And in the past, I haven't had as much empathy for uh, what my stakeholders can do or what they're aligned to doing uh, for their current commitments. And I've turned that into a strength because I realized that without empathy for what your stakeholders need and, and what they're asking of you, uh, it's it's very hard to have them prioritize your asks. And so I've almost gone in the other direction by making sure that I not only identify mm any blockers that a stakeholder of mine might have to being able to deliver on a uh, required deliverable by actually taking steps to unblock them on their behalf and make sure that I can unblock them if at all possible. That uh, ends our episode. Um, uh, Thank you so much for um, uh, coming onto the program. Uh, Nick, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your insights. Um, and uh, best of luck. Awesome. Thank you, man. I wish I had a resource like this when I was uh, first getting into product too, man. And also happy to be a listener now. Awesome. Happy to have you as a listener too. If you want to hear more episodes like this, please follow us on Spotify or whichever platform you listen to this episode on. Also, to keep up to date with what's happening in the product management industry, follow us on Instagram at got10minutes or on Twitter at Got10Minutes. Thanks for listening, and please stay tuned for our next episode.